بتسبقنا إليها وتنثور وردانا من مقلتيها يرفرف سعدنا في كل درب فيبتهل السنة الطافي عليها Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Once again, we are in the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. Alhamdulillah with myself, Raji Davazi, doing duty this morning and our technician that is Faiz David. And not forgetting the uh, our technician uh, uh, at the reception, we have Azairu Nisa. Alhamdulillah, once again on this beautiful Sunday morning, we have the honor once again to have uh, Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels, who is the Imam of Majid Rabi of Portland, inshallah. Sheikh, assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalam warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. كيف حالكم بتراجي؟ الحمد لله شيخ ليف لك السون لغو خلنا شاء الله نايس هافينيو يا شيخ وانس اكيد الحمد لله الحمد لله وندفل تو بي باك آمين شاء الله and of course myself and I believe the listeners also looking forward to this wonderful program شاء الله especially negotiating pathways towards a successful marriage and there's obviously the dua which شيخ also made and people always used to make this dua in fact they're doing it every time to say اللهم إني نسألك رداقة والجنة ونعوذ بك من سخطك والنا ما شاء الله خير إن شاء الله May Allah accept uh, the, the, the du'as of each and every person Amin inshallah Shaykh without further ado We'll hand it over to inshallah Shukran Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen Wa salatu wa salamu ala Sayyidin Mursaleen Wa imamil muttaqeen Sayyidina wa habibina Muhammadin Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Rabbi shrah li sadari Wa yassir li amri Wahlul uqadatan min lisan yafqaw qawli Allahumma la takilni ila nafsi tarfata aynin Wa la aqalla min thalik my dear and wonderful mothers and fathers and my dear and wonderful sisters and brothers and honorable and wonderful youth and children and beloved listeners of the voice of a cape i greet you all individually with the universal greetings of love peace understanding tolerance respect and mercy assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh my wonderful mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers and honorable youth it is so wonderful to be back and wallahi I, I missed my mothers and my fathers and all the listeners and brothers and sisters. And I swear by Allah that it's indeed a great honor and a privilege for me to be with all of you in your homes, in your kitchens, in your bedrooms, in your vehicles, or wherever you are. Yeah, in Cape Town, anywhere in South Africa, or wherever you are in the world. But just remember that you are all close to the, to the, to the uh, sound waves and the airwaves of the voice of the Cape. Alhamdulillah. And allow me to say now, Ashhadu Allah ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika. That me and you and each and every Muslim, we bear testimony that no one has got the right to be worshipped except Allah alone. And we also bear testimony that our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam is the greatest and the final messenger of Allah subhanahu wa taala. Al Qa'il, the one that said, "Man salla alayya salatan mukhlisan min qalbihi, sallallahu alayhi bi ashran." ورفعه بها أشر درجات وكتب له بها أشر حسنات ومحى عنه بها أشر سيئات الله أكبر. My dear beloved ones, our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, whosoever puts one salah on me, and like we say one salawat, just by saying Allah Muhammad ala Sayyidina Muhammad, or or the different ways that we put salawat on Rasulullah, مخلصا من قلبه, sincerely from the heart. I once again want to remind. My dear and wonderful listeners, this is the way that Rasulullah wants us to put salawat on Rasulullah with passion, with love, with feeling, with meaning. Uh, whosoever does that, says Rasulullah, then Allah will put Allah will put salam on me and you, and Allah will raise us with one salah on Rasulullah with ten darajat. Allah will put ten mercy on us, and Allah will write down if, as if we have done ten good deeds and wipe out. Ten of our sins, my dear beloved ones, allow me just to check up and to find out or to inspect who of us have carried out the advice to at least put fifty salawat or hundred salawat every day on our, on our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu We sometimes need somebody just to check up because we don't want anybody to deprive. Himself or herself of so much mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now just imagine again that if we put, make time, it doesn't even take us 10 minutes. It's about 7 minutes or 8 minutes. 
and put a hundred salawat on Rasulullah, even if it's going to take 15 minutes, Allah will put a thousand mercy from Allah on us. Can you imagine? A thousand mercy. And Allah will raise us a thousand, a thousand darajat and write down for us as if we've done a thousand good deeds every day, if we do it every day, and wipe out a thousand of our sins. So, my Muslimin, it is important and worthwhile to remind ourselves that Allah says in the Quran, Inna Allah wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabi. What's the meaning of that ayah? Inna Allah means certainly Allah, truly Allah, and Allah's malaika, the billions and billions and billions of malaika, yusalluna ala nabi, continuously put salah on the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Now just imagine that the Nabi Muhammad informed us to say that whosoever puts salah on me, then Allah puts salah on you. So it's just, just connected to Inna Allah wa malaikata yusallun ala nabi. Just try for a moment, uh, uh, pause and reflect and think about it and contemplate. Allah says in the Quran, Inna Allah wa malaikata yusallun ala nabi. Allah put salah on the Nabi Muhammad and Allah's billions of malaika. Our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, when me and you put salawat on Rasulullah, then Allah definitely, without any doubt, sends salah, Allah's mercy upon us. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. So uh, please join me once again. Uh, we're going to bring three times salawat on the Nabi Muhammad wasalam, with a niyyah that Allah not only send Allah's mercy upon us, but all the people of Cape Town and South Africa. And, 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 and the mercy of Allah, that it is be spread to all the people, Muslims and non-Muslims. Why do we say that? Because Allah informs us in the Quran that our beloved Nabi Muhammad came as a rahmatan lil alameen, as a mercy to, to all the worlds. The, 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 the world of, of human beings, the world of the birds, the world of the uh, fish in the sea, the world of the animals, the world of the insects. Allahu Akbar. So may Allah, the, the, the salawat that we're going to bring now, inshallah, may Allah send Allah's mercy to each and every one of, of all human beings and, and the rest of the world, inshallah. So please join me and let us say it as Rasulullah requested from us with feeling and meaning and passion and love. For, for our beloved Nabi Muhammad Ali Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Hey, Sheikh Sheikh, just yeah. before we continue, we need to go for a commercial break okay. and after we we'll continue, inshallah, stay inshallah, tuned. Inshallah, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back in the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. Alhamdulillah, in studio we have uh, Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels, who is the Imam of Masjid al-Rabi in Portland. And for the listener, we're not taking any uh, questions today, inshallah, but stay tuned to the program of Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels, Sheikh. Shukran, Daraji. So, my dear listeners, uh, we are ready now, inshallah, to put that salawat on our beloved Nabi Muhammad and uh, as we've requested everybody to, to say together, whether you are at home uh, in the vehicle, inshallah, we, we take part and, and our intention is and our request is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah ta'ala to spread Allah's mercy to all the people in Cape Town and South Africa, inshallah. Allah Ummasalina Muhammadin al-Nabil Ummi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallim Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin al-Nabil Ummi wa ala Allah. Dear listeners, uh, as we've come to learn now that um, the first part of this program is about um, uh, reminding uh, of certain du'as and, and increasing 
of the dhikrullah and increasing salawat and our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa I just want to remind you that in the time of Rasulullah sallallahu a certain sahabi, he asked, Ya Rasulullah, at the time that I've got left over, in other words, I've done my salah, I've done my reading of the Quran and certain dhikr and I've seen to my family, of that time that I've still got left, how much of that time must I use to put salawat on you, Ya Rasulullah? Uh, he asked, Ya Rasulullah, will a quarter of that time, 25% of that time be, be, be good enough? Rasulullah said, you can, you can do a quarter, but if you can do more, it will be better, says Rasulullah. And then he asked, Ya Rasulullah, but what about half of that time? And the Nabi Muhammad said, if you can, you can do half, it's good, but if you can do more, it will be better for you, says Rasulullah. And what about three quarters of the time? If, if you do three quarters of that time, it will be good, but if you do more, it will be better. What about using all that time that I've got left? Uh, to put salawat, Rasulullah said, if you do that, then Allah will forgive all your sins. Do you know what mean? This is an important reminder. Because that time that we've got, that spare time that, and free time that we have, the evil forces have programmed our lives so that we, we, we don't have time to read the Quran, we don't have time to remember Allah, we don't have time to put salawat on Rasulullah, and we're losing out. So the, the programs that they have designed for us is of no benefit for us. It's all about sex. It's all about fighting. It's Isadingo. It's uh, bold and the beautiful. It's a scandal, desperate housewives. Alhamdulillah, I know these words, but I don't, I don't have the time to look at these programs. Uh, unfortunately, also for us now, I've just heard, I haven't seen it. There are now new Indian soapies that keep our people so busy. No, you mustn't be deceived. These things are not going to bring happiness and contentment to your hearts. Listen to what Allah says. Don't listen to the shaitan and, the, and his, his cronies and his uh, evil forces. Allah says, Allah It is with the remembrance of Allah that you will find happiness and contentment and tranquility in your heart, says Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So please increase the salawat on uh, our beloved Nabi Muhammad As I've said earlier, a very important point I've made earlier is, I, I'm just checking up on my beloved mothers and fathers and beloved sisters and brothers and honorable youth that we at least put from now onwards until Allah takes us away from this world a hundred times. Salawat on Rasulullah. Take it upon yourself. Take it upon yourself. Take the advice. A hundred times. And that's why I've, I've suggested in the past, we, 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 we need to, to plan ourselves. For example, we're going to say, after each and every salah, I'm not going to stand up from my musalla unless and until I've put 20 times salawat on Rasulullah. Or, or, or if you feel that you are going to work and you drive from Mitchell Spring, for example, to Cape Town, it takes you an hour or 40 minutes. In that time, I'm going to put a hundred salawat. Or returning back, and I, what I want to say, tonight before you go sleep, first check and say to yourself, Ibrahim, Khadija, Fatima, uh, did you put the salawat on Rasulullah? If you didn't, then you take the tasbih and you walk up and down in your house and make sure that you don't go sleep unless you have put a hundred salawat on Rasulullah. My beloved mothers and fathers and beloved sisters and brothers, Wallahi, I swear by Allah, if you are going to do it, you are going to be of the most fortunate people in this world, in this world, in the Qabr and the day of Yawm Al-Qiyamah. Those people who were consistent in putting salawat on Rasulullah, listen to what Rasulullah said about them. The people nearest to me on the day of Qiyamah and the people first in line to receive the shafa of Rasulullah to enter the Jannah are those Muslimin who were the most consistent in putting salawat. Consistent is a key word, not now and then. Make sure that is part of your life. As we are making sure that we have our breakfast, we have our lunch, sometimes our tea and our supper, make sure that you give food to your, your, your soul and to your heart and to your iman by putting a hundred salawat on Rasulullah. You will, you will receive a thousand mercy from Allah every day. And Allah will raise you a thousand darajat. And Allah will write down for you as if you've done a thousand good deeds. Alhamdulillah. Sheikh, on that note, we need to go once again for a commercial break. Maybe we continue and stay tuned to the Voice of the Cave on 91.3 FM. 
Welcome back in the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage Alhamdulillah uh, Sheikh just um, call, I just want to call in to ask uh, it's, In fact it's a non-Muslim MashaAllah uh, So really uh, that is The prayer The salawat is said It really touched her heart Allah And say with the, What is the, Actually the meaning of it Allah MashaAllah I really appreciate That uh, one or two Of our non-Muslim listeners Have phoned in to hear what is the meaning of the of the salawat and the Nabi Muhammad So Allahumma uh, Allahumma means Oh Allah, salli ala Sayyidina, put salutations and peace on our master, uh, our beloved Nabi Muhammad Prophet and on his family and on his companions, and also put greetings from us on him, Ya, uh, ya Allah. Mm-hmm. So uh, it reminds me, but uh, Taraji, that one day we were sitting at the MCC. And this lady came forward for a, for a talaq hmm. and, and, and she embraced Islam. And she said to me, Sheikh, I just want to remind you and the honorable panel, I didn't become Muslim for, for my husband. The, the way I became Muslim is as a young child in Bontival, uh, when it was Mawlid, then I would run as a small child in the masjid. And, and, and when, when the people read the Ashrakal, Ya as a child it went right through my body. Allah Akbar. And that is the reason why I embrace Islam. Allahu Akbar. So uh mashallah we, we say shukran and uh, thank you for, 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 for the listener that has asked us what is the meaning of, mm. of the salawat and the Nabi Muhammad. My dear and wonderful mothers and fathers and wonderful sisters and brothers and honorable youth and, and children and listeners. Uh, today I, I'm going to share with you uh, a beautiful story that has happened in the time of the great leader and one of the greatest leaders, Sayyidina Umar ibn Khattab, who was the second Khalifa of our beloved Nabi Muhammad And his title was Amir al-Mu'mineen. And uh, before we can, I'm going to tell you the story, Sayyidina Umar ibn Khattab was so much loved by Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. In fact, we know that Rasulullah made dua. Oh Allah, strengthen the um, the ummah of Islam with one of the two umrs, Ayra Amr ibn Hisham or Amr ibn Khattab. And Allah accepted. Allah accepted the dua of our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi So, so what I want to say is that we, as the Muslim ummah, we honor and we respect Sayyidina Umar ibn Khattab, and we thank Allah. That we are not of those people who curse Sayyidina Umar ibn Khattab. We are, we are so fortunate that we won't, uh, be, won't, won't, we won't worry or be concerned about how we can stand accountable in front of Allah that we are, were the people of that cursed Sayyidina Umar and Sayyidina Abu Bakr and the Sahab of the Nabi Muhammad. We as the Muslim Ummah and the majority of the Muslim Ummah respect each and every Sahabi of the Nabi Muhammad We are not of those people who are in the minority that curse and say that Sina Umar, Sina Abu Bakr, Sina Aisha, they are kafirin and they go to Jahannam. Astaghfirullah. We honor and respect. How can a person curse the very Sahaba that Rasulullah loved? How can a people curse the Sahaba that Allah loved? Allah has chosen Sayyidina Abu Bakr to make hijrah with the Nabi Muhammad. The Nabi Muhammad said, I am the last prophet. But if, if there was to be another prophet, he would have been Umar ibn Khattab. Allahu Akbar. So in the time of this great leader, another great Sahabi, Sa'ad ibn uh, Abi Waqas, he came to, to the Amir Mu'minin Khalifa. He said, Ya Amir Mu'minin, I'm a bit worried. This morning in the masjid, I greeted Sayyidina Uthman. And he didn't return my, my greetings. And Sayyidina Umar called Sayyidina Uthman. And Sayyidina Uthman, Sa'ad says that he greeted you and he didn't greet back. And Sayyidina Uthman said, Wallahi, I swear by Allah, I, I, didn't, I didn't, he didn't greet me. And Sayyidina uh, Sa'ad says, Wallahi, I greeted you. And Sayyidina Uthman for the second time said, No, Wallahi, you didn't greet me. And he said for the third time, Wallahi, with firmness, I greeted you. And then Sayyidina Uthman said, Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, now I remember. Please give me mouth. I now remember you did greet me. But something, something, what is this? There's something in my life that disturbs me sometimes. 
and it worries me and then I don't I don't seem to think about anything else and that is in the time of Rasulullah the Nabi Muhammad said to us I'm going to teach you a dua that if you make the dua whatever you ask Allah Allah will respond to you Allah will give it to you and then Sayyidina Uthman said and a Bedouin came in and he cut off the words of Rasulullah and after after that we were to shy to ask Rasulullah what is the dua and that is what worries me and said so Sayyidina Sa'ad says ya, ya Uthman don't worry don't worry I went to the house of Rasulullah after that incident and I asked Rasulullah Ya Rasulullah what is that important dua mm. and the Nabi Muhammad said to me the dua, that is the dua of Nabi Yunus La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu minal zalimin La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu minal zalimin Jamaat Muslim just imagine Rasulullah said whatever you ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah is going to respond to you Allahu Akbar so how much must we make use of this dua inshallah but inshallah it's uh, almost 12 o'clock and uh, we, we're going to repeat this dua again so that everybody can make sure that we remember this dua and we make use of this dua La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu min al-zalimin La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu min al-zalimin Allah says in the Quran فَاسْتَجَبَنَا لَهُ وَنَجَّيْنَاهُ وَكَذَلِكَ نُنْجِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ But inshallah we will explain that ayah after the news and the advertisement break inshallah Shukran al-Vashayk we need to go for the news set 12 Stay tuned to the Voice of the Cape on 91.3 FM Alhamdulillah Shukran. And without further ado I will hand you over to Sheikh uh, Ibrahim Kabir Shukran Daraji Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim uh, Dear listeners The ayah that we've uh, read before the news break That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, Said to us Fastajabna lahu wa najjaynahu And we've responded and, and in this case it refers to Nabi Yunus alayhi salam Nabi Yunus was calling out to Allah La ilaha illa anta Subhanaka inni kuntu minal zalimin La ilaha illa anta No one has got the right to be worshipped except you, O oh Allah, thee Allah is speaking directly to Allah We normally say La ilaha illa Allah No one has got the right to be worshipped except Allah In this case, in this dua He's speaking directly to Allah La ilaha illa anta Nobody's got the right to be worshipped except thee, O oh Allah Subhanaka Glory be to Ya Allah. How great and how amazing and how wonderful are you, Ya Allah. Inni kuntu min Indeed, I was of the wrongdoers. I was of the wrongdoers. Nabi Yunus did nothing wrong of sins. The only thing he did wrong was he, he, he called his people to Allah and he warned them and he, you know that this other punishment is going to get them and, and he moved out. Without the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he considered that to be a wrong. And he, asked, he said, Ya Allah, inni kuntu min al I indeed was of the wrongdoers. Now if we are going to say it, we know that we were wrongdoers. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us for all our sins. Allah is the most forgiving. But it's so important for a Muslim and a person to admit in front of Allah that you've done something wrong. Allah loves these people that admit Allah don't love those people that are stubborn and arrogant and say, no, I did nothing wrong. I'm, I'm okay. No. The Nabi Muhammad says, Make tawbah to Allah, make, make repentance to Allah and ask Allah forgiveness. Because I, Rasulullah, every day I ask Allah a hundred times. Tawbah and forgiveness. Allahu Akbar. So, my dear listeners, and then Allah says, this is the important part. وَكَذَلِكَ Nunjil Mu'min Wanajaynahu, we then helped and we saved Nabi Yunus alayhi salam. In that difficulty. Can you imagine being in the deep ocean? In the in the whale. Can you imagine how, how much space they they, 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 they they were for for, for Nabi Yunus alayhi salam in in the in the belly of the whale? Subhanallah. In the darkness of the night, in the darkness of the ocean. Subhanallah. And, 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 and they call out to Allah, Allah says, and we helped him, we saved him. And likewise, Allah says, and there's no doubt in the words of Allah, 
وكذلك and likewise ننجي المؤمنين we will help and we will save the believers whenever they are in, help, in need of help whenever they are in difficulties whenever they've got worries and concerns and they read the words of Nabi Yunus alayhi salam our beloved Nabi Muhammad says Allah subhanahu will respond to you Allah himself says in the Quran وَكَذَلِكَ نُنْجِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ Likewise, we will help the believers. And, and now this is a key word. وَكَذَلِكَ نُنْجِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ With that, likewise, we will help the believers. Those who believe in the might and the power of Allah. Those who believe that what, in whatever difficulty I have and whatever difficulty I'm going through, Allah has got the power to help me. For those people who believe like that and they say these words, Allah will definitely help them. For those people who believe in the words of Allah and believe in the words of Rasulullah sallallahu they've got no doubt, like Allah says in the Quran, إِنَّمَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا بِاللَّهِ وَرَسُولِ ثُمَّ لَمْ يَرْتَابُوا Allah says, إِنَّمَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ The true believers, إِنَّمَا is adatul hasri, a letter of restriction. In other words, the following people are the true believers. Now we must now listen with open ears and open hearts. Who are the true believers? Allahu Akbar. Alladheena amanu billahi wa rasuli are those people who firmly believe in Allah and firmly believe in Rasulullah. And they believe in whatever Allah say and whatever Rasulullah says. Thumma lam yartabu. And after that, they have got no doubt. Until Allah takes them away from this world, they have got no doubt in the words of Allah in the words of Rasulullah So dear listeners, um, you know, uh, I, I, I always make use of the opportunity to, to remind the mothers and the fathers, to remind our children, our daughters and our sisters, and our families and our neighbors, who, who for example is, is uh, pregnant, uh, if your daughter is pregnant, or your, your sister or your friend is pregnant, and then you advise with this advice, because we know, Every mother, mother, even if it's the first birth or the third or the fourth child or the 15th or 20th child, the mother is always worried and concerned because anything can happen. Just ask the mothers, please. They're always worried. It's not, it's not easy. It's not easy. But inshallah, Allah will make easy if they continuously say, La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni Wallahi, if they're going to say that consistently, and they go into hospital and behold, they will go into it confidence because they know and they believe it's going to be difficult, but Allah is going to make it easy and Allah is going to help. La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu min al-zalimin. La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni. All our, our children and our students and our learners at high school, in matric, at university level, they are worried. You know, advise them to read the dua of Nabi Yunus. There are so many people that are in debt, khurat skilled, and they've got other problems and major problems, and, and the world is full of problems. Advise them the, the, the words of Rasulullah, whoever makes dua with the dua of Nabi Yunus, Allah subhan will help. Allah Akbar. La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu min al-dhalimeen. Alhamdulillah. Shukran for that, Mr. Sheikh. We need to go for a commercial break. When we come back, uh, of course, uh, on voice, this, the tune to voice of the Cape on 91.3 FM. Welcome back in the program, Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. Alhamdulillah. Once again, we have in studio Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels, who is the Imam of Masjid al-Rabi. As we heard earlier, what Sheikh spoke about, come towards Allah. When problems are so big and your strength is no longer enough to carry them, don't give up. Because where your strength ends, the grace of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala begins. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Shukran Mataraji for that beautiful reminder. My dear listeners, uh, we were supposed to go uh, uh, switch over to, uh, you know, speaking about negotiating path, uh, pathways to a successful marriage. But I, I just want to use another few minutes because this dua is so important mm-hmm. and I'm going to give you another dua and I'm going to tell your honorable selves why. So let us just complete to say that uh, uh, I heard on YouTube one of our mashaykh, um, uh, is a scholar from, a great scholar from Egypt. When, when, he, when he told us about this hadith and uh, the words of La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kun, he then said, he said, he then said and this is important to, to know, I, I swear by Allah, I, he said, Wallahi, I swear by Allah. Even those couples who for years are longing for children and, or for a child and they don't have, 
if they can if uh, they are going to continuously say la ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu min adhalimin they just need to say that continuously every day la ilaha illa anta subhanaka in, in their heart they are saying ya allah this is because i'm longing for a child ya allah please grant us a child he says wallahi i swear by allah allah will grant him a child or children inshallah we know when we ask allah we we not we not chasing on allah we're not saying, yeah, I've asked, but Allah, if, if we do that, Allah puts it back another 40 years. So, so we have sabr. So even after you making continuously, la ilaha illa anta subhanaka, a year's time, two years time, three years, five years time, seven, seven years time, even 10 years time, Allah will still grant you. Have faith and don't lose faith. Allah Akbar. How many people after 10 years, after 15 years, even after 20 years, Allah has granted them children. Allah Akbar. So, Jamaat Muslimin, the second uh, point I want to make, and especially in the time that we live in now, the time of fear and danger and, 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 and so, many, so much crime here in South Africa, so many people are gunpointed and so many people are being harassed, followed by, uh, 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 they are followed from the bank and so many things are happening, subhanAllah. So there, there's a special dua that we need to make that Allah will suffice us inshaAllah. It is, in, it is a story that is mentioned in the Holy Quran of a young man and it's confirmed in Sahih Bukhari that the Nabi Muhammad explained to us that this young man, at the time before uh, uh, Islam, time before Rasulullah this young man, he was supposed to, to learn for a, to, to do black magic, evil magic. But on his way, he met a salih man and this salih man told him about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and about Allah and about Allah. And, and he became connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then this king planned to kill him. And it took him a lot of men. He's a young boy. He took him up the mountain to throw him down the mountain. And he made this particular dua. And he was saved. And then he, and the king sent him again in the ocean so that those people must drown him. Allah saved him again. He made this special dua. Even in the time of our beloved Nabi Muhammad, it is recorded in Musnad of Imam Ahmed that as you know, the, the word suraqa, we know that word suraqa. We learned it in the history of when we were still in madrasa. That he was on his way to kill the Nabi Muhammad. And Rasulullah also read this dua. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant that suraqa sabina onum it gefal. Dikipirt it gefal. And the dua is, now please write it down. Allahumma, Allahumma, ikfi nihim, ikfi nihim bima shi'ta. It means, oh Allah, suffice me and protect me against their evil in any way that you, oh Allah, will. Allahumma ikfi nihim. Ikfi nihim is one word, but I'm going to break it up because so that we can remember it and write it down. Allahumma ikfi nihim bima shi'ta. Allahumma ikfi, ikfi nihim. Ikfi nihim. It's a short dua. Allahumma, that word we know. Ikfi nihim. Ikfi nihim. Bima shi'ta. Bima shi'ta. This dua was read by our beloved Nabi Muhammad. This dua was read by that young boy. That a lot of men were sent with. They fell down the mountain. Allah saved him. And so if we are faced with any of these dangers, and, or we're in a situation of fear that people will want to harm us, people want to, you know, whatever they want to do with us, may Allah protect us. We read this dua, inshallah, Allah will help us. Oh Allah, suffice me, ikfi, ikfi means suffice me, and protect me against their evil, ikfi nihim, ikfi nihim bima shi'ta. That's a very important dua to learn and to teach it to our children and our grandchildren and whoever we know. There's a lot of crime in, 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 in Cape Town. And the reason why I specifically wanted to make use of this opportunity, I, I, want, I want to share with this community that even my youngest daughter in the week, Daraji, was, was gunpointed at the robots on the corner of Belmo and Turfel Road, coming from Claremont, mm -hmm. uh, Nova Park and Mount View, near the Mount View <coughs> Masjid, just after Maghrib. Alhamdulillah, Allah saved her. Allah saved her. But, but uh, it could have been worse. Now, now, it's not about my daughter. 
I think uh, Allah knows best. Maybe it should have happened to my daughter so that we can, I as a community leader, so that we can take the initiative to do something in our country. That I I want to say to the community, we will have to stand up. Uh, Let us return what Cape Town used to be. Everyone is concerned about everyone. And, And what I want to say is, Allah says in the Holy Quran that we, that's why we have told Bani Israel hmm. that if you kill one person, Allah says it is as you've killed the whole of humanity. Listen, please listen this. But listen to the ayah next to hmm. it. And whosoever saves the life of one person, Allah says, then it is as if you've saved the life of humanity. So if you, we as a community are going to stand up really in a big way, and inshallah we're planning to do that, we will keep the community informed inshallah. If we are going to make sure that everybody is going to involve, and the government is going to involve and play their role in the way they should play their role, and if we save the lives of one, one person in South Africa, or so many people inshallah that might have been killed and murdered, then then by Allah it is as you've saved the whole of humanity and the whole of South Africa. So we will have to do something with Taraji. Just to, to, to inform Taraji and the listeners, just two nights ago in Portland where I'm the Imam, close to the masjid, a woman came home from work, a young lady. She was about to cross over Marital Road and she was gunpointed. Allah. And out of fear, Bataraji, mm. she ran over the road and she was knocked up a motor car and she died. Allah. She died. Huh? As if, at least as if the whole of Portland, the whole of Mitchell's Plain, the whole of Cape Town, the whole of South Africa, the whole of humanity has died. But just imagine we could save that young girl, that young lady's life. It would have been as if saved the whole of South Africa. Mm. So, so besides the dua that we've, we just received now, we as a community, this is a, one of the most beautiful countries, Jamaatul Muslim Taraji. Allah has blessed us in this country. This is an open country. We are free to practice our religion. We live with Muslims, with Christians, with Jews, with Hindus, with everybody in harmony. Alhamdulillah. This is South Africa. This is Cape Town. And we must preserve this ni'mah. And wallahi, I swear by Allah, we, if we are going to stand up purely for the sake of Allah and then... To, to, to save the lives of people, Allah is going to help us. Amen. And Amen, we, 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 should not, we should not allow the gangsters and the drug merchants to cause us havoc and mischief in our country, inshallah. So uh, we will keep the, 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 the community informed, uh, Raji, but we're definitely going to do something, inshallah. Amen, Amen, Amen. inshallah. So dear listeners, we now switch over to uh, negoti- negotiating pathways towards a successful marriage. I first of all want to read to your honorable selves the words of Allah وَمِنْ آيَاتِهِ أَنْ خَلَقَ لَكُمْ مِنْ أَنفُسِكُمْ أَزْوَاجًا لِتَسْكُنُوا إِلَيْهَا وَجَعَلَ بَيْنَكُمْ مَوَدَّةً وَرَحْمَةً Allah says in the Quran of the great signs of Allah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brings together two persons a male and a female as husband and wife Allah Akbar Allah says it is of the great signs of Allah just imagine two people of different families and different upbringings. Huh? They, they come together. Allah brings them together. This is one of the great signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And, 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 and they, are, they become lifetime partners. Allahu Akbar. But the Raji is, is, is married now for how long? Alhamdulillah, 40 odd years. 40 odd years. Some people are married for 50 years and longer. Allah grant them to be lifetime partners as husband and wife. And from the two comes children, beautiful children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren. It's, it's, a, it's a great sign of Allah. Allah brings two people together. And, of, and, 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 and from that two people, wonderful children and grandchildren and Hafiz al-Quran and ulama and doctors and engineers come from the two people that Allah has brought together. Allah Akbar. And then Allah says, the reason uh, 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 why Allah brings them together so that they can find comfort and peace and beautiful life and tranquility. That is the reason why Allah has brought a man and a woman together as husband and wife. 
And then Allah says, وَجَعَلَ بَيْنَكُمْ مَوَدَّةً وَرَحْمَةً And Allah has put between the two of them love and mercy. Allahu Akbar. So once again, we're coming back to لِتَسْكُنُوا إِلَيَا So that you might find peace and tranquility in your life. A beautiful relationship. A harmonious relationship. Jamaat Muslimin, the beauty of this life is about enjoying good and strong and respectful relationships. In fact, you are depriving yourself of a great and wonderful life if you don't have good relationships. Let me repeat that. You are depriving yourself of a great and a wonderful and enjoyable life if you don't have good relationships. Just imagine having a good relationship with your children. Allahu Akbar. A good relationship with your children. That is so beautiful. And whilst we are saying that, whilst we are talking about it, we might as well highlight that many fathers and mothers don't have close relationships with their children. So my dear listeners and my dear mothers and fathers, please start to work on it immediately. Please start to work on that and, and, and building and creating that close relationship with your child and your children. Make time for them. Re good relationship is about making use of your time. It doesn't fall out of the air. Wallahi, it won't happen. It will happen if you spend quality time with your children. They need, they are more in need of your time and your showing love and saying that you love them. They need that more than your money and just buying them a phone and buying this, this and they need this. Wallahi, I swear by Allah that your children need more your attention, your time, your precious time. That's why the Nabi Muhammad says, لَازِمُوا أَوْلَادَكُمْ وَأَحْسِنُوا أَدَبَهُمْ Be inseparable from your children, says Rasulullah, and teach them the best of character. Jamaat Muslimin, just imagine having a good relationship with your brothers and your sisters. Huh? Isn't it beautiful if brothers and sisters, they, they visit one another, they... Um, meet with one another, they spend time with one another, they respect one another. And on the other, other hand, just imagine how terrible, how terrible it is to be distant or not on speaking terms with your own brothers and sisters. It's a miserable life. My dear listeners, this is the reason why the Nabi Muhammad says, Ad-Deenu Nasiha. Our deen is about giving nasiha and giving reminders. It's not about trapping on the toes. It's about reminding one another. And if, if you, my dear brother and sister, if you are listening now to me and you are distant from your brother and sister and you're not on talking terms, do it for the sake of Allah. Be, be man enough or woman enough or Muslim enough to go forward and say, my brother, I ask you mouth, but we can't continue like this. Whatever happened in the past, from my side, I open my heart and I just want to tell you, it worries me every day that we are distant from one another. And I want to say to you, I love you for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Make dua that Allah must reconnect our hearts. Allahu Akbar. So, Jamaat Muslimin, our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, Itmanuli sitan admanakum jannah. Guarantee for me six, and I will guarantee you the jannah. The last one, guarantee for me, you will keep your family together. Allahu Akbar. You keep your family together. That will be part of your guarantee to the Jannah, insha'Allah. MashaAllah. On that note, Sheikh, once again, we need to go for a commercial break. After that, we'll continue, insha'Allah. Welcome back in the program, Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. Alhamdulillah, we've got approximately uh, just about uh, 10 minutes in our program, insha'Allah. And I'll immediately hand over to Sheikh. Sheikh. Shukran, Dear listeners, and we want immediately to say that just imagine having a close and a loving and a caring and a beautiful relationship with your wife or your husband. Most definitely, one of the greatest bounties of Allah in this world is a husband and a wife that lives a beautiful life, have a close relationship, a successful life with mutual respect for one another. Mutual. Mutual is a key word in marriage. I as a husband don't ex only expect my, my wife to respect me. Now I must respect her too. Mutual consultations. 
that we consult one another. We don't just do, I do my thing and she do her thing. No, we consult one another. Mutual love. Yes, I want my, my wife to love me and I must love her. Mutual key and concern and going out of a way for one another. Allah Akbar. That is so key in a marriage. Going out of your way. Like my Ustaz, uh, Sheikh Ibrahim Stienkam said to us one day in, at the Nikah. He said, the, 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 the couple of us was, all of us was boyfriend and girlfriend. And as he knows, a girlfriend ate fat. And for he, uh, the car can park. The car had not nie gestop nie. Then klim he eat al, he jump eat om die op te maak. And that day, all of us was not niks van mekaar nie, but boyfriend and girlfriend. Hij sprang uit die karret om die deur op te maak van haar. En my oostaar sê, in elke week is het carnations en roses en chocolates. Maar achter die trouwe is daar nie meer van, want deur op maak nie, daar is nie meer chocolates nie, daar is nie meer blomme nie. This is now the time to do it. Go out of your way. That is most true, good relationship. My dear listeners, I can share with you, just yesterday, I was, I was still in Durban yesterday. I went to a, a very good conference. And, and an old man told me, Sheikh, I'm married for 46 years. And not once in the 46 years. And my friend for me said, Oof. And he explained what he meant by Oof. Ach. So also say, hey, look, man. Yeah. No, not for 46 years did my wife ever use such a word to me. Allah Akbar. Isn't it beautiful if a husband can say that about, the, uh, about his wife? Isn't it beautiful if a wife can say that about a husband? My, my man had never for me a little word said. And, and then he said to me, Sheikh, my wife is the most diplomatic person in the world. And what he meant by that, he said to, he said to me, he said, Sheikh, sometimes my wife asks me something. And I said to her, no, no, I, I, I can't buy that for you. Or I can't do that for you. And she wouldn't say anything. And after three days, when she noticed that I'm in a good mood, she asked me the same thing. And then I said, oh, okay, no problem. But, but, but listen what he says. Listen how he describes his wife. He's the most diplomatic person that I ever met. He's a big businessman. And he meets with a lot of people. He says, my wife is the most diplomatic. In other words, what he's saying, my dear listeners, my, my wife, when, when she asks me something and I said to her, no, she's not going to kick up a, so shall I say, a, a, a high, yeah, she can, that's what I do. And she will do this, will do this. No, she just keep quiet. And then after three days or four days, if I'm in a good mood, she asked me the same thing, and my answer will be different. Subhanallah. So, Jamaat Muslimin, I just want to remind, you know, the, according to the Guinness Book of Records, maybe you've heard it already, but it's good to be reminded. Mr. Um, Arrowsmith, Mr. Arrowsmith, he and his wife, they were married for 75 years. And then he was asked, Mr. Arrowsmith, what was your secret? He said, just two words. Yes, dear. <laughs> Yes, dear. It, it, you know, it's two words, but it's deep meaning. Yes. In, in other words, you know, he was just a good husband. Yes, dear. Yes, dear. Yes, dear. That's enough on scalery and flukery and hatprat. Yes, dear. And when they asked his wife Florence, uh, what was your secret? She said, my secret was never be afraid to say I am sorry. Allah mm. Akbar. Such deep meaning, yes. volumes of meaning. Mm. Allah Akbar. Never be afraid to say, I am sorry. So if you've slipped up as a wife or a husband, say sorry. I'm sorry, my darling. But if you want to fight and to defend yourself and you're wrong, it, it's not going to work. And, 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 and listen to, say that in Aisha, our beloved mother, anha, she says, one day, she was a bit upset. And she said to Rasulullah, Are you the one that think you're a Nabi? And Rasulullah didn't say anything. He just smiled and he walked away. Allahu Akbar. These are, these are valuable lessons that we must learn. Because our problem is we, we think that we must respond to everything. And if the wife says something, then the husband says something. And then uh, the wife says, and, 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 and it keeps on like that. You know? And that's why our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, To keep silent is wisdom. Allahu Akbar. Not to keep silent to say a few, few beautiful words. If somebody asks me, Sheikh Ibrahim, can you say a few, few beautiful words and I'm not going to keep quiet? No, no, no. The, the, the keeping quiet of words that will be harmful. Arguments that will be harmful. Arguments and words that will break up marriages. Unnecessary words. So, so rather to keep quiet, says Rasulullah, is wisdom. But listen to the following part. وَقَلِيلٌ فَاعِلٌ But there are only a few people that does it, says the Nabi Muhammad. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So what do you mean?
May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the best of character. Just remember the words of Rasulullah. Akmalu mu'minina imanan ahsanum khuluqa wa khiyarkum khiyarkum linisaim. The most complete of all believers in the world are those people with the best of character. And the best amongst you, Rasulullah says, the best of you men, husbands, is the husband that is the best to the woman that you are married to. Remember these words of the Nabi Muhammad And that's why the Nabi Muhammad says, uh, you know, Allah says in Quran, Allah has created us for what? What reason? To test us who of you are going to be the best in good deeds. Now, the, the salah is a good deed, hajj, puasa. But the best of all good deeds is your beautiful character. Allahu Akbar. Oh. So, displaying the beautiful character to your spouse, to your husband, or to your wife is going to be on your scales. Of good deeds the, the day of Yawm Al-Qiyamah. So with the concluding remarks, Jamaat Muslimin, may Allah grant us to humble ourselves and to give the best to our partners and our spouses. And when one day that your wife and your husband would say, I, I thank Allah that Allah has granted me the best husband or the best wife. He was so respectful. She was so respectful, inshallah. But Raji, uh, we also just want to make dua for my, my beloved cousin Muhammad Hassan Abdurrahman, whose janaza is um, uh, one o'clock today, the mm. son of Putausi, mm. my uncle, and also to uh, the sister of my beloved friend Nazim Januari, sister Yasmina Alexander, and mm. all those who have passed on Amin, today sure. and, 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 and the past week. Allah must grant nur in the qabr, may Allah grant them jannah to Firdaus. Amin, Amin, inshallah. Shukran for the beautiful words of wisdom, Alhamdulillah, Sheikh, as we all know that love is to give and forgive, and to have taqwa and trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, mm. and follow the practice and the sunnah of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and don't put your love and feelings above Allah. Allah she also mentioned about the character. They say, "What's your thoughts? Mm. They become your words. Mm. What's your words? They become your actions. Mm. And what's your actions? They become your habits. Mm. And what's your habits? They become your character. Mm. And what's your character? They become your destiny." Allah so beautiful. Wisdom, words of wisdom. Mashallah. May Allah bless you, Amin. Inshallah. And uh, grant all of us, Inshallah, the best of character, so that we can be the closest to. Rasulullah on the day of Qiyamah. Amin, inshallah. Shaykh, I want to say shukran once again for taking time out for this beautiful program, Negotiating Pathways Towards Successful Marriage, inshallah.